Do you think your dog might benefit from a little extra fitness? Maybe you want to tighten those left turns in agility or tighten their box turn in flyball. Or maybe they're just a bit clumsy and you need a little more body awareness. Welcome to the Canine Fitness Fanatics podcast with your host, Hannah Johnson. Join us as we talk dog fitness and other areas of canine health too. Our mission is to help condition dogs to reduce the risk of injury and increase longevity, whether that's in sporting dogs, working dogs or pet dogs. All dogs can benefit from a little extra fitness. Hey fitness fanatics, today I want to talk to you a little bit about frustration. So frustration is something that we experience a lot um, when we're doing any kind of canine conditioning. Um, particularly in dogs that are high drive dogs, we see this a lot in high drive dogs. So your border collies, um, in your cocker spaniels, uh, Australian shepherds, Belgian malinois, etc. Any kind of really high drive dogs, um, not limiting to breed. Uh, we're literally just thinking about a high drive dog here, and um, so these dogs, when they're doing conditioning, because these movements are really slow and controlled movements we tend to get dogs that experience frustration because actually these dogs tend to be quite rewarded by movement or they like movement, they want to move. So actually when we're asking them to slow down and do things a bit more steadily, they can then become frustrated. So some of the things that you might see when a dog's frustrated, for example, one that we get a lot is um, offering lots of different behaviours. So you're obviously asking them to do something, but actually they're so desperate to get that piece of food that you've got in your hand that they become frustrated and they start throwing everything they know at you to try and get that reward. So that's something we see a lot. Some dogs, as they start getting frustrated, they start to, maybe they get a bit snatchy with their food. They can nibble at your fingers a little bit more and, you know, the these dogs um some of these dogs you feel like you need a pair of gloves when you're actually working with them sometimes like that kind of dog sometimes the frustration shows in that way um other things that we see is some dogs will completely disengage or show displacement behaviors we see um some dogs might um start maybe pacing for example or they'll go off and find something else to do or find something else to play with um some dogs might just sort of stop wanting to move basically so they might kind of stay there but they stop um offering something so if we're doing a dynamic movement sometimes that frustration is that actually they just freeze up so it can present itself in a lot of different ways and it's really important when we're working um and when we're working with these dogs doing conditioning that we actually know how to recognize those indicators of frustration so that we know what it is and actually then what we can do to help manage that to make our sessions easier and make them more enjoyable for the dogs as well. So something that you can do is maybe try playing around with different values of food. Now sometimes this gets overlooked and actually just by thinking about the value of food that you have got that can alter your dog's response to actually how they're working. So if they're getting really frustrated because they desperately want that food, actually, if you lower the value of that food, does that maybe then make them slightly less desperate to get the food so they stay in a slightly calmer state of mind so they can work a little bit easier? So that's something to take into consideration. 
Now you can also think about the delivery of the food. So how are you actually delivering the food to them? So are they maybe, if you're doing a down to stand exercise, and we do encourage that you alert a lot of these movements because you tend to have more control over the speed at which they actually perform them when you're luring them. Um, but for example, let's say that you tried to do a down to stand and you had your hand kind of... A, it, where they would be finishing in that stand position but they're in the down and you're asking them to rise up to meet your hands so their head is coming up um, and their mouth is coming up to take the food now because they're actually coming up faster to meet your hand you're kind of creating more energy in that movement versus luring them when you're actually bringing them up slowly and you could actually deliver food on the way up so that food delivery is different um, or we can take a let's just take a posture so if they're in a sit and you want them to obviously keep them with their head in neutral nicely looking forwards quite often we'll see people kind of quickly bringing the food in and giving the food to the dog and they tend to kind of like reach forward to grab the food a little bit and then you tend to get things like potentially you start to see back uh, their back muscles kind of like tense up or spasm and obviously that's not desirable but another option that you have instead is actually slowly delivering that piece of food now this is something i teach my dogs separate to their conditioning sessions before i bring it into their conditioning sessions but actually really slowly bringing the food in towards them and if they reach for it the food goes up and away so you pull the food back up and away and the idea of this exercise is that they wait for the food to actually reach their mouth um, without reaching for it so i teach them this like i've said outside of sessions and then when they understand the concept of this i bring it into sessions i will say for posture work this makes life so much easier because you can control where their head's looking without them actually trying to reach for and grab at the food but not only that is this ex that doing that little exercise there it helps to actually lower that frustration level in your dog's brain as well so not only are we refining this movement, but we're teaching them to actually not get into that level of frustration so easily. So the other big thing to think about is there's so many things we can think about with frustration. I could talk about this for hours, but another one that I like to talk about is actually your mental state. So you as the handler, where are you at when you start the session? Because it's so easy with these dogs to let them push you higher and higher and higher in your energy levels. Uh, because they're so I mean B is a perfect example of this my little spaniel B um, she would really like because her energy level was so high I would try and stay calm but she would like bump my energy level up that little bit too much and then I would kind of like become a little bit frantic with her and it, it's it's a skill definitely I would definitely say it's a skill to actually make yourself stop breathe and calm down this way the rest periods when you create a fitness plan the rest periods are really important not just for your dog but for you as well because I make a conscious effort when I'm working dogs that are likely to hype me up because I'm a I'm a busy person um you guys are, anybody that knows me um or anybody that's worked with me you'll know that I'm I've got quite a lot of I've energy really i tend to be quite sort of i talk quite quickly and things like that it's very easy to ramp my energy level up definitely and i have to make a huge conscious effort to actually keep that energy level lower um so what i do is in those rest periods i i've taught myself a few breathing techniques over the years and i actually use those breathing techniques in the rest periods to bring my energy level back down and just make a serious conscious effort to keep myself calmer when I'm doing the conditioning. 
So there are a few other um, different kind of games or techniques that we use to teach dogs to have a better tolerance of frustration um, and actually get to the point where they just don't get frustrated anymore when they're doing this work such as um, having a piece of food in your hand. So this is one that we use a lot and I use this a lot with B as well because this one is also really good for being able to guide their head um, to actually get them to look in a direction without actually reaching for and grabbing the food. So having a piece of food in your hand and covering that piece of food, um, initially allowing them to kind of like when you're teaching them this, initially allowing them to kind of sniff at your hand, etc. And then the second that they back off, you re you remove the hand that's covering the food so that they can then actually take that piece of food from your hand. So this just teaches them that actually when they back off, they then get the food. And I'll always use a release cue to get the food that's actually on my hand when I want them to get it. So like I can either take it all the way to them or I can use the release cue and let them come to get the food if I want to. So I think the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this today is actually that, yes, we've got our methods and things that we can do to help our dogs deal with the frustration, but actually a big part of it is us and our energy, definitely. So our energy, managing our energy levels and our own frustration, um, because I know it's easy to experience frustration yourself when your dog is also getting frustrated. So learning to manage your levels as well as your dog's is very, very important. And this is actually one of the reasons that I've loved getting into conditioning because I think actually just generally overall in life, I'm able to stay calmer in situations that I maybe would have got slightly more stressed with. Um, so actually it's teaching me, I find this makes me laugh really, because it's like, it's teaching me life skills. Um, because I mean, anybody that knows me or anybody that's listened to some of our other podcasts and stuff before. So I suffer with a lot of social anxiety um, and uh, depression as well. So, but frustration, I, I find it, any kind of like different areas of stress obviously you can put stress into different categories and things but like frustration being one of those things it can be quite easy for me to creep into it but actually I found that in other areas of my life but I have found that since I've started doing more of this like in my conditioning and actually teaching myself to come down as well as the dogs it's made me way more conscious of it and actually it's starting to feed through into other areas of life as well. My patience is so, so much better um, than what it was because it was just because I was busy and I just wanted to be here, there and everywhere and get everything, get everything done, bang, 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 like immediately. This has taught me to actually take a step back and actually breathe. Um, and truthfully, it's made me get back into yoga more. So my dogs are doing their conditioning. I'm doing my yoga. Everybody's a little bit calmer. Um, and they're still my dogs after a conditioning session where that calmness level because they 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 know that they need to stay calm within these sessions and we've grown calmness in their conditioning sessions unless of course we're working a bit more on power but the energy level kind of comes up a little bit and then I always if I notice they're starting to get a bit too high I'll bring them back down bring them back into a more kind of um, suitable headspace. So actually where they're calmer, then when we finish their session, they're more tired and kind of more zen after they finish their session than they are when they've done like a, a one to two hour walk or done like a group hours group agility session. They're more tired 
unsettled after they've done their conditioning than after doing those like crazy bits of activities or whatever it is that they're doing uh, much more strenuous activity really um, than what they're actually doing within the fitness stuff depending on obviously what we're doing and what muscles we're working etc when I say about strenuous on the muscles but you know what I mean like that high energy level activity that you expect to really wear them out they're still calmer after their conditioning sessions which I think is really really cool so managing frustration is really important it makes the sessions more enjoyable for us it makes it way more enjoyable for the dogs obviously because they're not experiencing that frustration so it's really important that actually you learn to deal with your dog's frustration and help them deal with their frustration better in order to get the most out of your conditioning sessions I'm hoping that you found today's podcast helpful um, we do talk a lot about frustration and with our clients that come to see us we quite often it's one of those things that we work through a lot on camera so if you need any further support with things like that absolutely do get in touch with us we do run one-to-one sessions we talk a lot about frustration when we do our groundwork challenge because this is the perfect um, place for people to get involved that are getting into conditioning so if you've never done any before that is an absolutely amazing place to start is that groundwork challenge but yeah, otherwise, if you're needing help, definitely get and book in a one-to-one session with us. I'll put all of the links in the description below. Um, hope you all have a wonderful day and I will speak to you all soon. I want to say a massive thank you to all our wonderful audience for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Canine Fitness Fanatics podcast. Our mission is to help condition dogs to reduce the risk of injury and increase longevity, whether that's in sporting dogs, working dogs or pet dogs all dogs can benefit from a little extra fitness so if you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to subscribe share and leave a review to help us reach more people and help dogs around the world remember fitness fanatics form is everything Mm -hmm.